1: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156.
0: Yeah, welcome in, pro wrestling fans, here on a Saturday. It is time for the Best Up Busted Open Podcast Edition here on. Fight Nation 156 Sirius XM I'm your weekend host Ryan McKinnell that is the world's strongest man Mark Henry and Mark we got a stacked best of edition for the listeners out here today and we are going to start with last night in what was one hell of a show on Friday night Smackdown uh, due in large part uh, to the great work of Braun Strowman, Alexa Biss and uh, The Fiend what an ending to Smackdown last night.
1: Man listen I legit popped and (laughs) You've got to listen to this because we go into detail about how it made you feel, not just what you saw.
0: Great psychology, great emotion, as the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, just alluded to. And also, Mark, uh, speaking of a really good episode of SmackDown last night, uh, The Fiend, Bliss, and Strowman wasn't the only takeaway. We have uh, an opponent for Bayley at SummerSlam, and that was due to the cross-brand promotional battle royal that we saw last night, which really highlighted and piqued my interest again, Mark, in showcasing just how damn good the women's roster is in this Company that best, frankly, that has ever been assembled.
1: Yeah, man, I, I don't know if we're going to get there again in the next couple of weeks because that is exactly what the world of wrestling needs. And man, it's just—it's you've got to tune into the podcast version to hear this.
0: And speaking of, uh, well, good things ahead and and not topping things for the next couple weeks. Well, we got the weekly winner here on the Saturday show, and it is also on this best of edition, uh, here on the podcast version of busted open Mark. It's another weekly winner. And it was another very difficult choice between these four or five shows, because I don't think there was necessarily an a plus show. There were a plus segments, but there were uh, a lot of just good, solid pro wrestling love to be spread around. So we're going to have fun breaking that down in Weekly winner.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, I think you you got a balance of a lot of good wrestling, like you said, for the week. But I have my definitive one that I would give an A to, and you'll hear about it on the podcast.
0: Yeah, and it didn't even take you that long to uh, get to your decision. This might be Mark Henry's shortest pick for weekly winner ever, but to hear it, well, you got to actually sit back, click play, get it going right now, busted open on a Saturday. Let's do it. Alexa Bliss, Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend, and Braun Strowman. We talked a little bit about Braun Strowman, you know, Seemingly being disinterested, Mark. Looking off camera, uh, Alexa wanted answers last night. She wanted to know, hey, Braun, why did you tell The Fiend that you didn't care about me? You didn't give a shit about me. You didn't care about uh, my well-being or what The Fiend did to me. And Braun Strowman doubled down, Mark. Last night on SmackDown, he's like, yeah, I don't. I don't care about you. And he was looking off camera, very disinterested. Alexa fired up some serious slaps, smacked the hell out of Braun Strowman, trying to, quote, unquote, wake him up. Uh, We didn't get any of that. Braun very much kind of... uh, staying in the lost place, if you will, in the sunken place, to 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 borrow a, a, a phrase from Hollywood there, right? Shout out to Jordan Peele. Um, but yeah, very much stuck in this trance from The Fiend, and he made reference to it, Mark. Uh, you know, I met The Fiend. The Fiend changes people. Okay, I can't do the Braun Strowman voice, but I will throw that to you. Is Braun Strowman actually changed, Mark, or is Braun Strowman protecting Alexa? Because, and this is where this story gets great, there's years of storylines behind these two, the fiend knows that braun strowman cares about alexa bliss alexa bliss saying last night that hey she could almost potentially at one point or maybe in the future have seen a romantic relationship with braun they clearly care about each other right so again is this braun strowman having a change of heart is this braun strowman going to a dark place or is this braun strowman just trying to protect alexa bliss and not let the fiend know how much he actually cares about her
1: you know what, man? That's uh, It's left up to interpretation. I think that he's trying to protect himself. I think he's trying to protect his heart. I think he's trying to throw smoke and mirrors at the Fiend to alleviate the, 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 the stress of worrying about her. And maybe the Fiend will leave her alone, even. So I think that's just my opinion of, of where it is. But also... Uh, another layer to this whole deal is: Is Alexa playing the fiend because she's trying to protect Brian? So you you got to look at it from both sides. You can't just look at it from the from the side of Brian doing the protecting. I think that she's she wants him to beat the fiend, and where she can join him. And imagine now you you're victorious. And you have that interaction between the two, we might get another uh we might need we might get another Brandy and Otis situation where, you know, Braun gets that kiss on TV and maybe even there's more drama. And he says, Look, I look at you like a sister, not like mm. a lover. Like <laughs> women ain't ready to hear that. <laughs> there's <is> no woman <laughs> there's no woman that's ready for that that's a punch in the gut right there what? I'll tell you and what? wrestling and if, and- is great
0: I've talked about it before, Mark, you know, uh, we're going to get into the ladies in the battle royal and talk about Asuka, but just one thing about Bianca Belair, she is able to do uh, not only say a lot, but she is able to do things on that roster that not everyone can do. It was another I know she didn't walk away with the win (laughs) last night on Smackdown Mark, but it was another great highlight uh, for Bianca Belair. Another great kind of tip of the cap. She had it at Royal Rumble. And again, it was a a great tip of the cap to all the ladies. I would have liked to have seen the battle royal, maybe just go five seven, eight minutes, just a little it a little bit longer. It was great. I love seeing the talent in there, and I love seeing Bianca and and everyone get highlighted. It was an awesome, awesome, awesome portion of SmackDown last night.
1: Man, SmackDown <laughs> for all the months that SmackDown uh, was not even a factor. These yeah. last this last month, they've had three really good shows. They have. They have Re- three played- three out of four. Ain't bad.
0: No, nah, and it played really well last night. You talk about the 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 drink factor, right? Like you bathroom breaks, like wanting to stay locked in. Um, I, I can't point to any particular moment last night, Mark, but it was a it was a really solid show from a continuity standpoint. Like you felt invested throughout pretty much the portion uh, or through the, the majority of the show uh, myself personally, um, you know, leading with retribution, there was kind of, I was still dealing with that and trying to figure out exactly where that was going to go to lead the show because they came back from break and uh, essentially Sasha and Bailey were in the ring and they were cutting a promo. So I was led to believe, okay, retribution, this anarchy faction comes in and then they just leave on their own recognizance. Like ah, I, again, so that was wow, a little bit ready. of a, Well, yeah, it was a little bit of a stutter to start the show, but I think that also speaks volumes to how good everything else was that by the end of it, I really didn't give a shit that there was that stutter and everything else was, was really, really strong, uh, including as we're talking about right now, the battle Royal, Uh, Bianca got her shine. Plenty of people in that match got their shine, but none larger uh, Mark than Asuka. She walks away with the victory, a great elimination as well. A great story told. And now as we talk about a great story being told, all bets are off, man. We're heading into SummerSlam. We got two title matches, Asuka facing both Bailey and Sasha. What do you think, big man? I mean, this is there's a lot of places the WWE can go with this story, and I'm definitely invested because it involves one of the winningest and one of the most interesting uh, stories in the ladies' division in, in talking about Asuka and then two of the staples in that division, two of the greatest of that division in Sasha and Bailey. There's just a lot of legs here.
1: Yeah, it, there's a lot to it, and I think that this is this is kind of where the first inkling of uh, hey, I I thought this was about us, not about you. Mm. Like, don't don't make this about you. Like, you should go first.
0: Oh, you t- we were talking about who's gonna who's I, gonna? Yeah, face I want to see. Okay.
1: who's gonna who's gonna face Oscar first is what's going to be the first straw. That breaks the camel's back, that drives the wedge, and then they go. It right, don't matter, don't matter. Let's, I'll go first. I'll go first, and, and, you know, and whoever that person might be, but that's the first issue. Like now, start the issues of what draws the line in between them, and somebody's going to lose. And uh, I mean, uh, not necessarily, but it's not written in stone, written in blood, or etched in stone but somebody I feel like should lose and that be the the start like well i mean you you weren't there for me i wasn't there because i came out in your match and they kicked me out mm-hmm. you know like it, there's got to be you create the issue so i i'm i'm excited man this this is Pro wrestling is so damn good right now. I mean, like I, I haven't been watching anything but wrestling. Yeah, I was. I had homework to watch the boys. I started watching the boys and fell asleep.
0: Well, at least you started that. that, that I fell asleep. Bit, it's, it's a little bit of a that, tease for the Mimosa Minute coming up an hour two, But at least Mark actually did. You tried. You tried. You made. I made tried, the best man. Attempts.
1: Yeah. I tried, and I'm just like okay. I got wrestling to watch. I got two shows of wrestling, and then Thursday came, and then Thursday I was like, uh, I'm too much, too much. <laughs> and, and if I don't get it done Monday or Tuesday on the days that I don't have the most,
0: pretty much that's it's not, not going to happen. It's, it's, it's not, not going to happen. happen. Uh, that's funny. All right, so – uh, okay, we're not going to talk. We might talk about the boys a little bit later in the show as we throw you into our mimosa um, minute to end the show. But uh, as we talk about the ladies, and we talk about this battle royal. Uh, what do you think the likelihood is that Oscar walks out of SummerSlam with no titles, Mark? Because
1: impossible. Uh, I
0: mean, I- impossible.
1: Yeah, that's that's not that's not a good look. That's yeah. not a good look at all.
0: That would that would because
1: hurt her. if somebody <laughs> loses, it'll hurt Oscar for her not winning one, and then. The, the money is on uh, Monday Wednesday and Friday the next week the dissension between the two and them trying to act like there's no dissension yeah like no 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 we're gonna get your title back we're gonna get you you're gonna get no you're gonna get your title back and it is like this
0: you, could you, can you see that, could you could you see them both losing? Ooh! Could you see both titles going to Austin? No, oh, I
1: never even factored that in, man. That that's not. It wasn't even in my thought processes. That's how far-fetched that seemed. What you just said. Yeah.
0: That seems well, like. Well, it, it? Doesn't happen. It doesn't happen often, right?
1: No, but we do have a guest on that got struck by lightning. I was just about to say that's like lightning striking. <laughs> that's so. A, that's a good point. I, yeah, I guess it can happen. Good,
0: I was. Just it can saying, happen. That's a good tease uh, for coming up a little bit uh, later in the show in hour two. Mark uh, Roman Roselle. Uh, a man who has a wild story, former green beret. That's right. Has also been struck by lightning and uh, at 35 years old is taking a dive into uh, amateur wrestling. Yeah. And it's not just taking a dive into amateur wrestling. He's going to be doing that at Arizona state. So that's a little tease for later in the show. Now, Mark uh, back to the battle Royal real quick before uh, we head off to break and and continue on with the show. Um, I'm very interested in your thoughts on the women's division as a whole, because last night, Mark, when I was watching the, the battle Royal, we kind of went into it the way everything was being showcased and the talent, it kind of hit me that, and we talked about this, I think last week, I, I just, I, I could never really imagine a time where I would be in, as invested in, in a woman's storyline. Like I go back to like fifteen year old Ryan in nineteen ninety eight. You know, the Nation of Domination ninety seven is doing their thing, and the Attitude Era is, is is coming on, and the NWO is over in WCW. If you would have told me that I would have been in, as invested in a woman's storyline as a men's storyline, I would have told you you were crazy. Now that has obviously changed so much. Uh, over the last few years, really starting with the women that we're talking about with Bailey and Sasha and Charlotte and Asuka to an extent, right? It kind of hit me that, Mark, the best storylines of the last like four years – have all been women. women Like they have been carrying Some of the biggest narratives In this company Let's look at the star power First with Charlotte really uh, And what she did uh, years ago Kind of like coming on the scene And, and, and piggybacking and, and melding kind of the, the the legacy Of her fathers And making her own path right uh, And then obviously you know, Becky Lynch and what she did As the man Then Ronda Rousey comes in And does what she does And now Sasha and Bailey Are running roughshod And doing some of the best TV In the company Company. Mark, it is just a crazy time for the women. Like they are the MVPs of the decade. Like that is wild to me.
1: And and look at the look at the, what happened in Saudi. You know, you have Natalia and Lacey Evans like be a first yeah. in the world of not just pro wrestling but entertainment. To go over and and, and <laughs> have a, a a really big match on television in Saudi Arabia women doing a physical activity mm-hmm. you know especially in the fighting arts so man this this world is has made leaps and bounds uh in the development and the understanding of the plight of the athlete for women's athletics uh, but in for the pro wrestling. Nobody is close. Yeah, Nobody's close. I think that you know. I mean, we got we got Randy Orton and Ric Flair. Uh, you know that happened on Monday, and then you got Keith Lee and our um, uh, guy. Shit, I, I, got, I Ross, had, got hit in the Henry head. Cross, cross. Killer,
0: killer, Ken- cross.
1: Yeah, Karen Cross. Like I've been hitting the head a lot, man. Just disregard that last thirty seconds. <laughs> but there's so much going on. You you know what, man? And and I know this is. I'm jumping all over the place. This is uh, Cameron Grimes is jumping off the screen on NXT. Yeah, he has been for a, a long time. I think it's time to give more lightning, if you will, to Cameron Grimes like what you're hearing catch busted open live weekdays from 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 or on demand with the sirius xm app
0: the landscape of pro wrestling is evolving which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What, what? was the, the best movie? show this week? First, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Yeah, you hear the music. Hour two rolling along. You know what the deal is. It is time to... It is time. It's Vader time. Okay, no, that's not exactly true. It is uh, time for weekly winner, though. Mark, I, we were kind of talking. I, I can't, I can't do it's time, it's time, and not follow up with Vader. I am uh, i am a Mark. At the end of the day, it is in my blood. But Mark, not a Mark. You're actually the Mark, the Mark Henry. World's strongest man, co-host of Busted Open Radio. It is hour two. It is weekly winter time. I'm going to let you go first, man. I'm very curious because, again, I don't even know. If I I have an idea of where I'm going, Uh, you might be able to sway my mind. So I'm very curious as to who your weekly winner is and what was another really solid week in pro wrestling.
1: You know what, man? We got to start with Monday, and um, you can't go past – Randy Orton and Ric Flair's promos uh, and what they added to pro wrestling and added to the show. Uh, Randy Orton at one point made me so angry that I forgot that I was watching television. I'm I'm, I'm thinking this is a documentary. I'm thinking like I'm going to call him and cuss his ass out. Like you don't bring up certain painful memories to, about someone to someone mm-hmm. the way that that was done, I'm sitting there going, damn, what did Rick Flair do to deserve this? And then Rick's rebuttal was like an expert lawyer. He's like, you're right. I'm 71. I'm not the guy that I used to be. I'm not that guy anymore. I'm happy to be here. I almost died. You, you may, he made light of the dude being in a coma.
0: It's not even that, Mark. He, he, yeah, you're right. He did kind of make light of it, but I just <laughs> loved that the premise of that promo was like, the Ric Flair I know wouldn't die. The Ric Flair I would know is going to live forever. Out <laughs> yeah, it's going to live forever. I was like, really? But no, point being, it was, it was steeped in reality very much so.
1: Right. And yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was really really cool for him to say you know what man like I, I, I what's wrong with me living vicariously through you yeah wouldn't what's you what's wrong want with to? that yeah I'm seven yeah and I'm seventy one yeah I really really enjoyed the fact that he said I get to be Charlie Flair's dad I, I get to be out here and and be revered and, and, and have people look at me with respect. And what's wrong with that, Randy? What's wrong with that? He pointed out that he knew his grandfather. They knew his father. And I thought it was really painful. Really, really painful. Beyond wrestling painful. For him to say, I'm the son you never had. Like, he loves David and he loves Reed, and his spirit is gone. His spirit is, his body is gone, but his spirit is still here. And I couldn't help but be remorseful for Rick in that moment because Reed is gone. And like a tear, you know, kind of fell to my eye, and I, I called, well, I didn't call him, but I sent a text to Rick and said, hey, man, uh, really respect you. Um, I hate that, you know, Reed is gone. I think about that every time I see you, and I know that you had a lot of pain, uh, but know that what was said on TV is just TV. And he, he, his response was, Mark, I'm I'm there. Mark, I'm there. He understood. So that alone, just one promo. Don't have to talk about Drew McIntyre being the champion. Don't have to talk about uh, what happened with the underground. Don't have to talk about all of the cool shit that happened uh, as it related to the ladies. Uh and the story that's that's was furthered with Sasha and Bailey. Like, you don't have to, I mean, you don't have to talk about none of it. This is the shortest weekly winner segment that I'm ever gonna do. <laughs> because I don't have to go through the rest of the week. Because if you're not first, you're last. And that show was first for so many other reasons. But for the number one reason is it linked the world champion and the biggest antagonist in pro wrestling, Randy Orton, together in an emotional way that made me go, I want to kick Randy's ass. Like, you know, he he overstepped the line. And then I said, oh, got me. Yeah, got I me. Mean, it's it's brilliant masterwork, and you know there was nothing else in the week that can compel in comparison uh, to Monday Night Raw. So, Monday Monday Night Raw bounced back for the, in the last three weeks. They've kind of been average, above, above average.
0: Yeah, actually, Mark, I think uh, two weeks ago, I don't know. We need to keep list of this. We need to get to, we need to get guns and the boys on this to to keep an actual running list. would we? But I think within the last month, we've had one Monday Night Raw winner. But you're you know you're not wrong. This took it up an entirely. Smackdown was level.
1: in there two times.
0: Yep, and that's crazy that we're talking about Raw and SmackDown winning weekly winner because, Mark, for months it felt like it's been a Wednesday night back and forth between AEW and NXT, but when you talk about Randy Orton and Ric Flair being the best moment of the week and and when it comes last on a show, uh, there is no question. There was Randy and Rick, and then there was everybody else. Everything else. Bottom line, like, I don't disagree with you one iota. Smackdown was
1: great. The, the finish sure. last night with the with, with Braun Strowman and, and the fiend, like I was entertained. I popped. Oh. Yep. oh this is great. Same thing when, when Chris Jericho and 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 Orange Cassidy. And to be able to see um the, the tag appreciation night. Like all of the stuff that happened this week. But nothing. Was close to raw raw? This raw was a plus to me and everything else was a B plus a okay. full point away. A full letter away. Like it was, man, it's pretty damn good. This.
0: Let me ask you this before I give you my weekly winner real quick. I want to jump back to Ric Flair. Would you have liked for Orton, WWE, everybody, the powers of be to not make that line. About I'm the son you never had. Would you like to have seen them leave that out? Because Mark. Yes. Okay. But, but, but I almost Mark, cried. I started crying. But, but, but Mark, that's the point. You know, that's the point, right? Like that. that's the moment where I, my ears perked up and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, uh, you just put they this paying, a whole. Go ahead. Are they up?
1: paying for that? I mean, it's like, is that why yeah, Rick is on yeah. the payroll? To be able to use his legacy? Which, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, but he ain't you know, using to
0: wrestle. he ain't going out there and having an inferno match with Kane. You know I mean? Right. Like that. So I guess that's what
1: that's just what it is. But I'm just saying, like when Randy said that, man, the emotion of Reed passing away, and don't put yourself in the spot that I'm the son that's better than the sons you had. Fuck, man. That's too. That's so heavy. That's so heavy. I, I mean, and, and he like, oh. Are you gonna cry? That's all you do is cry again. And realism, and, 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 realistic. And, and then, you know that. <laughs> and then it's like the the commercial of the, um, the 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 people dirtying up the forest and the yeah. waters are dirty, <laughs> and the the American Indian guy the tear yeah. fell down. I same thing. <laughs> I was so man. I was sitting there so pissed that. <laughs> At some point, a reality check came in. Hey, big guy, you watching wrestling? And I went, oh, sh- oh. man, I was ready to go to the airport and go to St. Louis.
0: Hey, uh, apologize. <laughs> Apo- apologize to your pastor friend for dropping the F-bomb. I I- I'm sorry. Sorry, pastor.
1: <laughs> man, I get but emotional man. on here, brother. I get emotional. I, you know, I, You know, I am. I told you I'm more like uh, David than I am anybody else in the Bible. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm cut out to stand outside the church and fight everybody that's trying to overtake the church.
0: I like it. I like it. There you go. You need soldiers. soldiers. That's what I was just going to say. Soldier of God. I like that. I like that. All right. So. Mark Henry, given his weekly winner to Monday night raw. And what was a very quick Monday night raw, or excuse me, a very quick uh, weekly winner segment from Mark. Uh, Listen, I said it, you know, (laughs) I there, you're not gonna get any argument from me, bar none, the best moment of the week and hell they might end up, uh, boy, this is all said and done. It might end up being the best moment of the year uh, between Ric Flair and Randy Orton. That was a plus pro wrestling there from uh, start to finish. Now uh, you talk about the finish every single show this week, Mark, ended with a freaking bang Friday night SmackDown. We've recapped and talked about plenty uh, with the fiend, Braun Strowman and Alexa bliss. That was a solid ending uh, NXT ending with the return of Velveteen dream, uh, AEW ending with Horton's freaking Cassidy going over on Chris Jericho. And obviously Monday night raw ending with Ric Flair and Randy Orton. Those are four awesome endings to four really solid shows. Now, I was going back and forth between AEW and Friday Night SmackDown. I'm just going to be honest with you. That was where I was going and I was leaning SmackDown with how good everything was, it, it, you know, in a 2-hour show. I didn't care about retribution. It was it, it didn't it, it had really no effect on me. I didn't like it. I it, it, and here's the thing it's early, it may morph, but I think that's a testament to how good SmackDown was, Mark, when you can have something be an integral part of the show, me not be completely on board with it, right? But still ended up thinking it was a great show. So... Uh, I loved everything that played out on SmackDown from Sasha and Bailey doing their mic work and the promos between Sonya and Mandy, uh, the battle Royale, the, the main event, as we talked about, uh, there was just a lot to like about SmackDown. That was a really good show. Plenty to like about NXT, uh, Karrion Cross. And Keith Lee kicking things off with the flaming contract with the fireball. Thought, that was great. That I thought was awesome. Mia Yim getting tied back into it a little bit uh, later in the show. That was a really well booked show. Again, solid main event. I loved AEW once again. Um, there were a couple things that didn't sit with me. Like I, the the number one thing, and this is like kind of like on the Retribution tip, where like it was a great show, but there was there's things that. Uh, didn't sit with me. That didn't vibe. And one of the things on, and it was minor. But on AEW, what in the hell was happening with Lance Archer and Jake the Snake? Like, why did Jake the Snake get his shirt ripped off? And why was everybody dies written on the back? Like, if that was comedic relief, I, I guess. I get. I, I guess I'm just saying, Mark. I wasn't ready to see uh, Jake the Snake's front and back. Like, I didn't know like that was happening and it, (laughs) what what was happening there? Big man. Can you, can you fill me in? Can you give me some psychology as to what, why we witnessed what we witnessed?
1: (laughs) I I don't know. I threw my hands up. (laughs) Yeah. You can't see Mark, but he's, I I, I looked around when (laughs) when that happened. I went, there was nobody there to talk to. I I was watching by myself. (laughs) <laughs> what what, what the, what's going on? Like, why, why, what why, are this? This? Are, what, why are we doing this? Why what is happening here? What is going on? And I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not being overly critical. I'm just talking fun. Yeah. And, um, yeah. but it was not, isn't unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. I thought that the, you know, having Arn and Tully out there and the rock and roll express, you know, just to see those guys, and pay homage and respect to him was cool. Um, I didn't really agree with how the story and the segment went, but yeah. nonetheless they were, they did what they did and I was fine with it. Um but I think that there was meat still left on the bone to how to do that in a different way. But, you know, that that's it is what it is. Yeah. Um I really look forward to seeing Chris Jericho and orange Cassidy again with this time Chris Jericho not playing like orange Cassidy got by because Chris was taking him lightly and he was trivializing Mm. this guy's work and Cassidy snuck up. It was one of those I snuck up and bite you and got you. Yeah, that won't happen again. Like Chris is going to be serious and he's going to beat the living hell out of him. And whether it's with a chair or he throws him from the ring to the floor, it's going to be something I took you lightly, I won't take you lightly again. Mm-hmm. And he's going to mop him, he's going to mollywop him, as they say. Yeah. And, uh, but it was, it was no, nonetheless, it's been really good watching Chris elevate people. Same thing with Cody. They they're both elevating people, but in in the rest of that show, I kind of got caught up. Like, hmm, okay. Same thing with NXT. Outside of Carrion Cross and um, watching my my favorite right now, um, Keith Lee and Cross, I, I I have to say Cameron uh, Cameron Grimes. Is got my attention. I mean, I mean, the thick boy has got my attention. I love Bronson and Reed. He,
0: hey, Bronson Reed had a hell of a match on uh, NFL. A hell of a match.
1: Yeah, and and I don't want to discredit the show, but I'm saying that Raw was so much. It was like your favorite cola, and then somebody goes, "Hey, you want a scoop of ice cream with that?" I don't know why food. Everything that I equate great, I compare it to food. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm home.
0: Home is where the heart is, Mark Henry.
1: It's 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 in my heart, guys. <laughs> food is in my heart, and that's how I felt. It was like, man, I got to have my ice cream and my favorite drink with it, and and that's what raw was with Randy and Rick and Drew McIntyre. It made me want to see that match at the pay-per-view, and I don't think that it'll be close because right now you look at everything that Randy has done, you look at everything that Drew has done, it's been the most entertaining thing. Now you put both of those things together.
0: Let's get to it. Let's go. Can we fast-forward time? Can we get the yeah, uh, to like infinity Gauntlet? Yeah, to like 2021, 2022? Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, can you do that? Yeah. <sighs> Let yeah. Let's go I'm, forward. I'm totally okay with that. Like I am 100% on board with that. Uh okay, so Mark, uh we kind of we we kind of covered everything, right? So we went uh across the entire gamut. Um I was really going between AEW and Friday Night Smackdown oh, this. Especially after SmackDown, the way SmackDown ended last night. And I felt like it was just a really solid show overall. Uh, I was thinking more about the ends, right? Um, really good show with SmackDown. I thought AEW had a really good show. Scorpio Sky, uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, the MJF promo, I'm really enjoying. I, I thought AEW had the best show. And I know this is weekly winter and that's what this is about. The best show that was in the world. That was professional wrestling for the week that was in professional wrestling. But I, I'm actually going to go away from AEW. I, I thought again, they had the better overall show for two hours running from front to back. But, but I can't neglect number one, raw three hours that I, I always say that's, that's a more of a difficult kind of hill to climb. But when you have the moments that Raw had, I don't think it was necessarily the better wrestling show. In fact, I think there were things on Raw that were like legitimately terrible, like things that just. Drove me nuts, like the twenty four, like what, uh, 20, like what, the, the twenty four seven. I hate, I hate Akira Tozawa and the ninjas. I think it's a trope. I think it's dumb as shit. I hate that it's, and I know we're doing like kind of a comedy gimmick with the twenty four seven title. There's a better way to do that, and there's certainly a better way to do that with Akira Tozawa. I didn't care about Peyton Royce and Liv Morgan. I didn't care about the backstage stuff with Natalia and Lana. I didn't particularly care about Shelton and Apollo. Uh, I thought Bianca and Zelina was 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 good enough but but it's not even about that what i did not just like what i absolutely freaking loved mark were three things from raw obviously the end that was one of the best ends to a show that you're ever going to get period in pro wrestling that's as good as it gets that's a plus shit right how about the start how about that first hour of seth rollins absolutely beating the ever-loving shit out of Dominic Mysterio, right? So you've got that, and then oh, you've got Asuka and Bailey to determine, you know, the the SummerSlam matchup. You have Asuka and Bailey, the huge end and the huge beginning with Dominic and Seth Rollins. Those are two great moments with Dominic and Seth and and Buddy Murphy, right? Murphy, and then you have the great moment with Rick and 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 uh, Randy, and then you have the the actual the match for the, the for tie the, in the pro-
1: with Drew McIntyre.
0: And that as well. Right. So you've, like I said, I didn't like raw underground. I don't like retribution. There's a lot that I didn't like on raw, but those three things were so good, right? Specifically the end as, as we talk about, and we talk about that moment with Rick and Randy, that's generational shit, right? That is essentially Jake, the snake, putting the snake on, you know, macho man in the ropes, right? That's the yep. coconut with Piper on snooker. I, I know those are iconic moments that live with the generation and we're speaking the week of and, and it's a little bit hyperbolic because you have to let time go by to really define what type of moment what that was, but Mark, it had the readings of that, right? It had, it, it, it feels like that's something that if you're eight years old, that if you're nine years old, if you're a Randy Orton fan, uh, that's one of those moments, or, or, or if you're a Randy Orton hater, that's one of those moments that's going to stick with you uh, for the rest of your life because it was just so well done and when you have an iconic moment like that and it ends a show like that and it features a guy like Rick bleeping flair and a guy like the Viper Randy Orton man I can't look the other way on that the weekly winner has to go to Raw for that reason so Mark I was kind of open to being swayed and the more that I thought about it and you really do kind of delve into the moment that was Rick and Randy if you ain't first or last Monday Night Raw getting it for both of us the weekly winner here uh in the week that was in pro wrestling what, what a week though as we went down the gamut it was, of all it was these shows—it was entertaining
1: shows. as hell. It was. We had a great week. Of they spread everything, you know. Like normally, you get a little break on Tuesday, but you know, I watched Impact, and I, I thought Impact was good. I just don't like Borneard sneezing. Like it turned me off. It made me angry. And you know, I, I went and got something to drink, cooled off, and came back. But um, Jordan Grace is she she's special she's special man
0: that's true we like didn't I, even really I, get I into i
1: really like we didn't her. even get
0: into well, i was to say we didn't even really get into impact and uh, you're right jordan a uh, friend of the show she was uh, she was on with us before slam she's awesome but listen man the, again the whole week that was in pro wrestling it was it was beyond solid and mark you know, as we talk about the week that was and we we wrap up here on Weekly Winner, I think it's such a testament to specifically Raw and SmackDown to be mired in two storylines that I do not like. And that is Raw Underground and that is Retribution. Those are two focal points of both of those shows. I do not like them. They they don't resonate with me right now. It's just kind of cringeworthy. And again, it's not for everyone. I understand. It's a, it's a you know. It's subjective, right? Art is subjective. I'm saying it's not firing for me. But to have those two things that don't fire like retribution and raw and the fact that I can look past that and focus on monumental moments that did stick with me, that's the testament of a really good show. When you can have something that I, that that a viewer like Is actively against, but you can still come away talking about the positives and and, and the the great about a show. And not only the great about the show, but giving a weekly winner to a show like Raw that was a little bit up and down, but was so strong in the moments, man. That's a testament to the quality of a show and a quality to the moments. And and again, I don't want to be hyperbolic, but it speaks volumes to just how big that moment was with Randy Orton and Ric Flair, because I don't think that's leaving anyone's mind uh, anytime soon.
1: No, it's not. And I think that we are better as wrestling fans for it to, um, I I don't think you should be so critical of underground or this, the both, both of these, you know, I can't remember the name of them again. That's (laughs) that'll tell you retribution is not, it don't just roll off the tongue either. (laughs) Um, It is not, Like a factor in wrestling that's going to make me go, wow, this is really good stuff. But underground, I see a potential in, you don't like it because it's not MMA. And and I get that, but it's different. And we've been saying, hey, let's not get the same old crappy gravy on the toast. It's gravy on toast. Like, let's do something different. They did something different. Yep. We're we're getting some and, and it's something it's being commended about. It's it's like the sit back and watch, we, we're seeing big guys and we see you know, I thought the thing with Shayna Baszler should have been more of a real fight. Like just have her beat the hell out of those girls.
0: That's the issue you run yeah. into. That but that's the issue you run into when you when you have real fighters, when you have real shooters like Shayna going in there. And, and having these moments, like if you're going to put them in that setting, I'm with you, Mark. You need to go all out. You need to make it vicious. You need to make it real violent, yeah. hyper violent. And you need to sell that to me. And and listen, you're right. Um, there is that little bit of that background, uh, obviously, with my history with mixed martial arts. A little tease from a Minute. Big title fight coming up at the end of the show that we're going to talk about a little bit um, in the UFC. I acknowledge that I am probably not the target audience of the WWE is going after with Underground. So I'm probably not the best person to decide whether it's good. It's just my personal opinion, right? Art subjective, not firing with me as a 36 year old man who also has an interest in mixed martial arts. Now, Uh, Before we head off to break, Mark, and we're going to come back with Roman Rizal, former Green Beret, and uh, now uh, taking a foray into amateur wrestling. And what a wild story this guy has. You guys got to stick around uh, to hear from Roman. Before we do that, I do have to make a note coming up on Raw on this Monday, Mark, it was announced on SmackDown last night. The Heartbreak Kid, HBK, going to be showing up to Monday Night Raw to confront one Randy Orton about his attack on Ric Flair. I'm just going to... To tell Sean right now, Mark, don't do it. Don't do it, Sean. There is nothing good that is going to come from this meeting. What do you think about Heartbreak Kid showing up on Monday, uh, Mark? Yeah, she's, she's doing a punch.
1: Randy, Randy, Randy's <laughs> got the legs going. The legs are going in the corner. And Sean is down. And then yeah, I see the kick coming. I can uh-huh. see it from here.
0: Well, thoughts now and prayers. To, I was going to say, thoughts and prayers with Sean Michaels uh, about 48 hours removed before he meets his maker.
1: Man. Well, he's already <laughs> prayed up. He's already right. prayed up, you know. I just I just hope that uh, this is not one of those where we see Sean have to go to the hospital because he said that he's brittle. He said that I'm beat up, and I said the same thing. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, Channel 156, the Busted Open Podcast.